everybody, welcome to the FSI DFS NASCAR Pick Show. I'm your host, MegaRuler31, normal host, TK Nation 47 who usually co-hosts this with me, is out. He's celebrating his bachelor party, so he'll be getting married in a couple weeks. So, sorry, ladies, he's off the market, and hopefully our single lady viewership does not drop because of that. Um, but thanks for still watching this deep in the season with so many other things going on. Uh, hopefully my mic is fixed. I know with baseball, it was kind of um, off, so I apologize for that. But I did a couple checks on it, and I think, you know, I got the configuration right, and we're back in business. If it's not, I apologize. I'll try again. But anyways, uh, TK is out, um, you know, and I had somebody else lined up to co-host with me, but um, he's sick. So hopefully he's uh, feeling better soon. And um I realize you have, we have a lot of viewers know a lot about NASCAR. So, you know, um, we always thought like, hey, you know what? If you want to hit me up on, on Twitter at Megaroar31, uh, if you're ever interested in maybe uh, coming on a show or whatever, maybe we'll get a couple people together and uh, see, you know, what we can do. I don't know if it'll happen this season because we have a couple weeks left. But maybe next season it'd be fun to do. We'll have like a, a panel or a couple other um, people on with TK and I or the weeks that we can't do it together just to, um, share some knowledge uh you know the more the more we share the more we learn together so it's pretty cool so we have the roval here in charlotte um you know as i always say in these cases it's like you know me going into my backyard and putting like a garbage bag over the slide and you know um some garbage bags on the lawn and running a hose down and saying i created a water park so uh this one this roval i don't know it's gotten better over the years like i'm fine with like um Indy because they actually do have a road course there but this Charlotte Roval I think was like more of a novelty thing that they threw in and um you know we had to do a bunch of road courses during COVID because we couldn't do Watkins Glen or Sonova because of the COVID restrictions in New York and California so you know and then they're kind of stuck in I think they kept them also because when they designed this new car, this new car was designed to be a road car that could also race on ovals versus where, um, I mean, if you remember way, way back in the day, uh, used to have like special car for the road courses. They only drove to a cup. They drove Watkins Glen, they drove Sonoma, everything else was an oval. So you had a separate road car. And I used to live in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and it was right up um, the, from, 15 and i just you know, go up to watch glen into new york there i just remember like uh, all the after the race like people tons of people would come out and like stand by the interstate and just like sit there and watch because all the road cars would um come back and their haulers back to their like shops down in like north carolina and then most of the drivers would fly out to indianapolis and it was usually the next race uh for i think the brickyard and then um you know they set the regular cars out there so anyways we have um this is the last race in uh this round of the playoffs so uh we've had three races and this will be the third one so there's gonna be a cutoff and after this you'll have eight drivers left in the playoffs and then they'll have three more races and they'll cut it down to the final four for phoenix so if you look at the color scheme and the numbers here Chase Elliott has won a race. He won in Talladega. And I just have to give kudos to NASCAR because usually Talladega is like a wreck fest. And we've had concerns with the tires. And 
There were very few tire issues. It was a very clean race. There was no big wreck at the end. It was actually decent racing. And kudos to Chase Elliott for being able to pull ahead with last minute and uh, take the victory. And he seals himself. He's definitely into the next round. So the guys that are in green, so that's Blaney, Chastain, and Hamlin, have about, I think, about like a 24-point or more lead. So that should be safe enough. They might be able to get enough stage points in stage one and stage two to be locked in, and then they can just go for the win. Uh, the guys in the yellow are the ones that are just above the cut line. So Larson, Logano, Byron, and Suarez – they're probably going to be racing for points because I don't know if they can auto-qualify based on points. They might need to stay high enough above the um, cut line to be able to advance. Sindrick and Chase Briscoe are below the cut line, but not too far. So that's why I kind of put them more in like the tannish orangish level there. But there's definitely some work to do for them. And they definitely are probably going to go for the win or try to get as many stage points as possible to try to get ahead. And, and we saw, you know, in the Xfinity race that it was very close between like Jones and Sieg. And I think, um, was it, uh, was Herbst got in a wreck. So he was, um, he wasn't in it, but um hemrick hemrick so between the three of them it was like a two-point thing and it was jockeying back and forth and it was like you know if if um brandon jones got passed and then sieg was right behind him like they could have been battling for like the last spot so it's very very tight so every single point is valuable here and that might make it concerning from a dfs um aspect of it because if they're conservatively going for like the points in stage one or stage two, it might put them behind. So there's more ground to make up and they don't really finish or end up winning the race, sacrificing their finishing position based on the points that they're trying to get in stage one and stage two to try to guarantee their advancement. So there's that. Christopher Bell, he's so far behind, he probably needs to win this to be able to advance. And then poor Bowman is still out with a concussion, so he's not going to be able to advance. He's going to be eliminated um, here. Uh, his car is still in for the owner's points, but it's dead last. So Noah Gregson would pretty much have to win to advance the car to the next round. Um, and I don't know if that's going to happen. So those are just some of the, some of the aspects to look at here. I think there's only like 119 laps, so there's not a ton. So you really aren't going to have a ton of dominated points. This is a longer race than some of the other road races that we've seen with, with more laps because the laps aren't as long as like Sonoma and Watkins Glen, where, um, these laps can take like two minutes or so. So, but there are some dominated points up there. So uh, we'll just start at the top and just um, go on down and see what. Um... So anyway, sorry. If you're new to the videos here also, the guys in baby blue are better than average on road courses. It doesn't necessarily mean they're elite. It just means they're better than the average drivers. Some of them are elite, and we'll, we'll talk about that. The guys that are kind of in the gold or rust or whatever brown color you want to call that, they're road course ringers. They're guys that specialize in road course, have a lot of road course um, experience outside of NASCAR. Maybe it's like Formula One or other Indy or other um, cars like that. So um, they're usually good at it. The problem is, is most of these guys are in terrible equipment. 
but again, we'll get to that as we go through the breakdown. So let's start up top. We have Joey Logano. I think he's going to be highly owned. He's good at road courses, hasn't been as good this year. I have him as a GPP just because I don't know if he's going to be racing for the win here. Plus, I think there's other guys who can get up there and, and dominate. So I don't think he's going to finish first. He might lose some places. I think he definitely finishes in the top 10, possibly up in the top five. But with the potential for negative place differential, he's not someone that I think is going to go out there and dominate flag to flag. So I'm... I think, you know, he'll have ownership, but I think he's a GPP. His road course average finish is 8.5. William Byron, I think, you know, he'd be sneaky here. And he's been solid on road courses also. If anyone gets ahead of um, Logano and leads a bit early, I think Byron's definitely in consideration there. But I do think he's going to be racing for stage points. And this is a weird race, too, because of the shortness of it. Even though I said it's a longer road course with lap-wise, you could probably do this on two stops. So it's not necessarily to stop every single uh, stage like in regular races. So see how that plays out. But yeah, I think like Logano and Byron are probably going to stay out there and then pit at the end of um, tube and then have to try to hope that they get fresher tires and to be able to work their way up towards the end. But I think they're going to accomplish their mission at, by getting the points in stage one and stage two and then and trying to finish decently in stage three, but not necessarily having to swing for the fences and go for the win. Suarez, same boat there. Um, I think medium ownership, GBP. He won Sonoma. He's uh, track house cars have been fast on road courses. He's a good road course driver. Even though his road course average is 24, he's been much better than that recently. So I think, you know, any of these three guys are great to start a GPP lineup in or if you're multi mass multi-entering, but I don't know if I necessarily play him in cash. So the first one to consider in cash would be Tyler Reddick. He's out of the playoffs, so he's going for the win here. Uh, he's won two road courses this season. Average finish, 8.5. So... I think, you know, he's definitely in consideration here. Honestly, I don't have him in my cap. And I built about three cash builds. Uh, and I'm not sure which one I'm going to go with my primary yet. So he was in one of them. But I think I really am leaning as he, the one to anchor my GPP line. I think it would be chalky. I think it would be very popular. But uh, there's other guys with a little bit more place differential I think can go up and dominate just as much as he potentially could uh, that um, I really want to probably play. Cindric has been really good in road courses in Xfinity. He's been decent in Cup, 8.5 finish. I think he's definitely a cash play here. He's got a lot of work to do, so I think he goes out and tries to win it. 8.6, good price. Um, I'm fine with Cindric there. Blaney... He's closer to being in, so I think maybe, you know, he goes out and race points in stage one and stage two and actually can still put himself in a position to win the race. But I still think he's a GPP. He just, uh, I know people are going to look at box scores and be like, well, he won one of the races here, but it was like a monsoon. It was like really not ideal conditions. It was more like a luck box thing. So I don't think we can really look at that and think that Ryan Blaney like has mastered this course and that he's really good. And he just, he just always seems to like fall back. Like he'll get up front and then, you know, just start fading a little by little through the race and ends up finishing like 15th. And, um, you know, I think, could he probably, could he win this race? Yes, of course. Uh, do I see him probably more like anywhere finishing like 6th to 10th? I, I think that's more an outcome. 
Now, here's a hard one also. A.J. Allmendinger. A.J. Allmendinger has absolutely dominated here in Xfinity. A.J. Allmendinger won the race here, I believe it was in 2020. I don't think it was last year. I think it was the previous year. Um, but there, it was a race with, it might have been last year. But Hamlin was winning. Um, Chase Briscoe was right on his uh, heels. Briscoe was a little bit too aggressive. Spun Hamlin out. A.J. Allmendinger passes him, goes and wins the race. So this Collie car, like they are really good cars for road course, but they just haven't had the same speed as they did in Xfinity. He's a he's an excellent driver, outstanding, uh, seventh average. So there's all things that are pointing like play him in cash and you know start your cash builds here. But again, like these Cup cars are not the same as Xfinity, so they haven't had as much speed and. I don't know. He could definitely go out and win this, but I just see that there's, and again, he's not racing for a championship. Um, cool thing too, is that I do believe I saw something that he is signed for cup full time next year. So I think that'll be a completely different story um, for him next season, but I don't think that he's like a super lock in cash, but I think he's a solid cash play. Christopher Bale, the Toyotas have had a lot of problems with speed here on these tracks. And if he can find the speed, I think he's a great play. He's got, he has to win it. He's got to swing for the fences. Now, is that going to make him too aggressive and cause him to have issues? Potentially. So I think he's a cash play, but I have little apprehension in playing him. His average finish has been 12. So I mean, you have to look at that. And again, like I said, the Toyotas have had problems with speed on road courses, but he's a, he's a decent driver. I think he's going to get up. I think he'll lead at some point. And then I think, you know, he'll sacrifice points in um, stage two because he really needs to go for the win, probably pit early, get out there, try to hold the track position and, and see what can happen. Chase Elliott. Here's why I'm starting my cash lineups. He's my first prime play. I think this dude is an absolute lock. He has been so good at this type of road course, like the fake road courses, like the has a straightaway on a speedway and then goes into some curved road course. So he's a really good road course driver. I know he's had um, a couple issues where he's been disappointing on a, on a few of them this year, but I think this is where he comes back ninth. I like the place differential. I think he goes out there, leads laps, dominates, wins the race because uh, he's got nothing to lose because he's already in the next round, but he just wants to pad that lead to get enough points to make it into the championship four. So Chase Elliott, I think this potentially is your race to lose. So locking him in um, there. Ross Chastain. Done good on road courses. Trackhouse has been fast. I think. Do you want to watch Glenn? He won. I thought he won one of these road courses. Anyways, he's been really good. Um, better than his 16.5 average finish. So um, I think he's definitely one that you can play here. I think, you know, he's got a decent lead, but I still think he's a GPP just because his recent form hasn't been great. And um you know he doesn't have top 10 potential but he also has potential just to try to go for points and finish you know top 15 and not top 10 so i'm just putting him as a gpp michael mcdowell this one's hard also michael mcdowell has been solid on road courses could he end up in the top five yes could he win the race there's an outside shot but i think so many other people have so much uh, more going on 
that are in the playoffs that I think that it's going to be hard for him to win this race. For me, he's starting too far forward. If he was starting like 20th, I'd lock him in. If you starting below 20th, he'd be like absolute smash prime play. So I think he's still in consideration here, but I think he is more of a GPP play than um, a cash play. I think he's going to finish definitely in the top 15, potentially in the top 10, but I don't feel he has the floor uh, to be able to be in my cash lineup. Cole Custer seems to qualify well and then always fades to the back. He has had some abysmal races on road courses and... Uh, he was decent in Xfinity, but he just hasn't found it in Cup, especially with this car. So I'm out on him fading, starting too far forward. Justin Haley originally had as a fade, but then somebody um, who knows NASCAR pretty well, um, I was talking with, uh, pointed out that he's been pretty solid. And I really, actually, sorry, before I get to Haley, because Haley reminds me of this, Michael McDowell is an awesome play on FanDuel. So definitely play him in cash on FanDuel because you're looking for more like finishing position and upside there than place differential. So Michael McDowell on FanDuel. And I love Justin Haley's and probably going to be in my cash lineup on FanDuel also. But I have him as a GPP here. He's starting a little bit too far forward. He's teammates with A.J. Allmendinger, who's Mr. Road Course, who's the master road course, and he's learned so much from him. And he's the results are really showing. He's better than his 24 um, average finish. So, again, Haley, I feel, is starting a little too far forward here. That's why I miss GPP, but he'll definitely be in my GPP audience. Bubba Wallace has gotten better road courses, but I have seen him be the first guy out on so many road courses that um, is absolute fade. Starting way too far forward here. Um not interested at all. If he beats me, he beats me, but I'm not going there. Austin Dillon has been better at road courses, but again, better is not good enough today. So GPP, um, think he'll finish around where he starts. Really doesn't um, do a ton for me for upside. He has some floor, so I think, you know, for cash, he could be potentially safe. But again, I think he's more GPP. Ty Gibbs, um, this is a borderline fade too. Like he's really good road courses. Um, finished second today in Xfinity. So I, I think we have like the top uh, three guys here because I think Grayson finished uh, third. Um, it was Almendinger, Gibbs, Grayson. So, you know, they're definitely some really good Xfinity guys here, but he just really hasn't taken to this car. The Toyotas again have been slow or on these tracks. So um, 21.5 average on, on road courses and cup. It's not going to cut it for me here. He's starting a little too far forward, like the price, but you think he's a GPP, maybe a fade. Chase Briscoe really, really like him. Um, he needs to do a lot of work here. I think, again, I don't think just getting points in one and two is going to cut it unless somebody in the yellow like wrecks early and he knows he's going to be able to make up and get into the playoffs on points. I think he's swinging for the fences. He was 29th in practice. He was much better um, in qualifying. His average finish is 19.5, but he's good on these types of courses, was good in Xfinity. So I think he's a cash play at, at 83. Kyle Larson, again, he's been really, really good at road courses, a step below Reddick and um, Elliott pretty much this year. He's got a little bit of work to do, but um, 
eighth overall finish. I think there's definitely some place differentials. So he's definitely a cash play. So um, I think, you know, in, in cash, if you want to, there's like, you're probably going to want two 10 K guys. It's really hard to get three in. It is doable. Um, but just have to determine which three you want to go with. So maybe you build like six lines and just rotate between the three. I think that works out with the combinations because there are definitely enough value to fall in. Martin Truex used to be really, really good at road courses, um, but he hasn't been as much anymore. He's in a Toyota, which is pretty slow. Average finish is 13th, but not as great recently. So, I mean, I'll take out the um, circuit of um, the Americas last year where he got submarined from behind but i just really don't think that um he's gonna he'll have an average day he could go top 15 definitely but i, I just don't think i'm interested in gvp kyle bush the price is tempting here but they pretty much stripped every resource away from this team um you know i think he'll have like some good finishes towards the end of the year but i think everybody's kind of mailed it in it's just like let's just play out the season and, and um you know move on so gpp i'll definitely probably play him there just because he's got potential and has been a decent road course driver but i just don't think that he's strong enough for cash Chris Buescher really liked this play here. He's out of the playoffs. He's really good at road courses. Um, 12th in practice, 14th overall. So you can probably get a, like seven or eight, up to 10 place differential points here. 7,800 is a great price. Going to be highly owned. Um, love him. He's my second prime play. Kevin Harvick has been good on road courses throughout his career, but hasn't been really good recently. Um, really battling NASCAR over safety. Uh, his average of 11.5 is is more like body of work than like recent form. So I think he can advance a little bit. I think he'll be have some fair share of ownership, but he's more GPP play. Harrison Burton, TK would tell you is a fade. 56, I, I think he's okay here. He's been decent in Xfinity, but um, I'm not super excited. So he's GPP to fade for me. Denny Hamlin, here's my final time play. And here's what the decision is going to be. I, I think where I'm starting is I'm going to go Hamlin with the place differential and Elliott and Busher and go from there. Uh, you know, if you want to go like Hamlin, Larson, Elliott, or Hamlin, Elliott, Reddick, I, I think those are the four. If you're trying to jam in three 10K guys and then, you know, some of the value plays that we're going to get to in a few minutes here. I think it can work, but I just don't know what combination is the best other than I really like Hamlin and Elliot just based on their form and the place differential that they have. And I think, you know, I don't think I'm going to get the third 10K guy in there. I'm going to go Busher, and I think I'm going to build more balanced in my um, cash. But Denny Hamlin, like I said, was leading this race, was doing really, really well until he got spun out by Briscoe. Um, and I, I think that, you know, 14th average finish, he's he's close to being in on points. So I think there's some work to do, but I think that he'll definitely um, get up there and put himself in a position to be in the top 10 to finish this race. I know the Toyota's been slow, but 24th, there's so much opportunity for place differential there. Absolutely love this play. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has had a bad season, but he's been silently okay on road courses and they're kind of like um like Sieg's been 
in, or Alex LeBay have been in Xfinity where they have like an off the wall pit strategy sometimes to try to zig when everybody else zags and it puts them up. Um, they stay out longer. Uh, he's one that'll probably try to do it on like one and a half like one stop and then like come in and just get gas quick and and try to like tempt fate and you know forget tires and try to just hold people off and try to keep track position so i think that bodes well for him and cash it's a decent price it is um 18.5 overall finish so there's about you know about seven eight um, potential place differential points there eric jones i uh, like this play also he's been fast on road courses 15th overall like average so i think you know i'm interested in him and cash also probably can get up into the top 15. joey hand is a really good road course driver this rick ware car scares me so gpp but i think definitely there's some potential there ty dillon i think is gonna be super owned and like i said i liked eric jones better than him i don't think ty dillon is like a really good road course driver but the price is really good here i think he's gonna have some high ownership and if you're trying to play three 10k guys and definitely you're gonna need some of them in your lineup noah gregson again i think you can play him in cash i think it's kind of a trap the car is really good but he's still adjusting to driving on uh, this type of car it's not his xfinity car um so uh i i don't know i, I think he ends up in the wall today I, I just have a bad feeling about it so I think he's cash viable, definitely, with how well he's done recently in driving all things and on road courses. I don't think he's going to win the race. I don't think he's going to top 10, but 29 in the really, really good Hendricks car. I think he's got the equipment to move up over some of these other subpar and pick up maybe 10 place differential points at 76. If, if that works for you, then go for it. Corey LaJoy, GVP, but I really don't like him on road courses. He'll almost fade. Brad Keselowski, I think you're playing cash just because of the place differential, and he's got a ton of experience. He's not the best road course driver, but 18.5 overall um, can get like probably 10, 15 um, place differential points. So uh at seven thousand, that's not a bad deal either kind of like him over gregson just with his experience todd gillian um made it up a top five i believe in the indian road course so like he was really good in trucks on road courses and i think that you know he showed that he can be solid here also he's like michael mcdowell light but i love the place differential they're actually teammates so you know that bull as well also i think you know the same way like almondinger um kind of helps out the younger um Justin Haley, I think, you know, definitely probably Michael McDowell and uh, Todd Gillian share like notes and stuff and uh, try to help each other out there also. So I'll definitely be really playing some Todd Gillian and he's another one that you probably want to put in. Um, I feel safe with like Ty Dillon and, Cot and, and Gillian if you're trying to get uh, three 10K drivers in your lineup. Daniel Kavat um, from this team, Hesenberg, like he's a good driver, but the, these Hesenberg cars have had like failures and just been slow and I'm just not super interested in. So he's a fade for me. Mike Rockenfeller, the Spire car, again, he's a decent road course driver, but I don't know how the equipment is. So I, I like it better than the Hesenberg car, so it's GPP. JJ Yaley, we always like on road courses, um, usually can move up a few spots. Um, Aaron, he's not like a super road course ringer, but like he's his equipment seems to be 
better than some of the other cars like these Hesselman ones. So there is a little bit place differential through rotation, but you know, I wish he was starting like 38th or 39th and not 35th. So probably won't have a ton of him or any of him. Luis Hesselman, same thing. Um, these Hesselberg cars have been absolutely horrible. Um, breakdown, mechanical malfunctions, their average finish is 35th and 36th. So I'm not super interested in him either. Eric Romarola, he's not a good road course driver. And like you could see, like by practice, he was like 32nd and he couldn't even qualify well here either. So I think this is a trap play, but I think you can play him in cash, especially again, like I said, if you're trying to do those builds with the um, three 10K guys, I think you might need like Gillian, Palmarola, and Ty Dillon to make your lineup work. I haven't done the math on it to see if it works out or not. So you, that's for you to figure out. Um, but I think he's going to be chalky. I think he's going to be super popular just with the place differential. And I think that he can definitely at least get five places. He can get ahead of Heselman, Yaley, Rockefeller, and Kovalt, and probably, you know, like Corey LaJoy. And, you know, Joey Hand, if his car breaks down and then if like a couple of these other guys like wreck, then I think, you know, you're like five, seven, maybe up to 10 place differential points. I think he can finish in the top 25 at least um, with his car and, and with his experience. So, you know, he'll need a little bit of attrition. His average finish is actually 19th. So I, there's a lot of potential here for him. I don't love him, but I, I think I completely understand the play. And I think he'll be a very, very popular punt. So if you want some leverage, then, you know, don't play him and play some of the other some of the other uh, value plays or, or get up into like the 7K and take like Keselowski, um, Gregson, or Eric Jones. And that should differentiate you enough um, if the Almirola chalk fails and you're all set. Josh Williams, like he's a good road course driver, but he's just, you know, been inconsistent and, and bad. Uh, this live fast car is not horrible, but, you know, I think a shot in the dark you can get up in the top 25 uh but you know it's not something that i'm like super super interested in and connor daly the money team's back from floyd mayweather's backing um but it just really haven't seen great results with this i mean all these cars are supposed to have parity but just there's probably only like four or five guys employed in this car and they probably don't work together or like really have great strategy or anything like that. So, you know, it's great that Connor Daly and the money team, you know, got a car out here. It's great to see 39 cars in a cup race again. I remember one day you said 43, like every single week, a solid 43 and have to turn away like five or six cars. So hopefully, you know, more people are being able to get into this with the new car and things being able to be like more affordable. So we can continue to see, you know, more names in here and like more competitive racing. But um, I don't think it's going to be Connor Daly's day. Again, he can't go anywhere but up. So that's why I have a GPB to the fade. But I just don't really think that there's a ton of merit there. Um you know, I find like the $400 for like Ty Dillon over him. So that's pretty much what I have for the recap. Uh, hopefully the mic worked. You can hear me okay. So as always, leave some comments below if you have any questions. Um, hit me up at Twitter, Twitter at MegaRoad31. If you want more information on FSIDFS, then you just check out the description of the video. Um, you know, I got tons of things like hockey is going to be starting up on Tuesday. McKinley's doing the preseason for free. We're covering Major League Baseball. That's free of charge. So if you want to get in the Discord and join there, like all our cores and information is free for that for the rest of the postseason. Um, 
for that. And, you know, we've got great NFL coverage. We've got great soccer coverage. NBA should be coming up. I'm doing EuroLeague basketball for free. Um, had a really profitable first two days of that on Thursday and Friday. So if you're looking for a midweek sport to play, if you're kind of bored at the office, then, you know, we'll, we've got content for that. So appreciate you watching. I'm MegaRuler31. Um, good luck in your contest this weekend. Um, again, you know how to get a hold of me if you have any questions. And I'll see you next time.